we had a really great conversation there and and yeah. i did not record it so we got to make up something <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were like i don't want to bother our our viewers shame them about health habits which is why we haven't well, done a nutritional I episode think, yet I, I mean i well okay look i don't want a whole episode dedicated to nutrition I who know does it. it's awesome most it's not. women most women would love to hear it you know you're you're absolutely right on that mm-hmm. i think uh well actually i don't know did you did you just bait me into stereotyping no <laughs> just... i'm just saying no i because like i'm saying like the most one that i know because like it's just like a big part i think just dudes think they can get away with like eating poorly because I, they have high metabolism no. well a lot of dudes do like they're typically a man's right. metabolism is faster than a woman's and so in the minute that we birth a baby it's just like all over the place and you feel bad even when you're eating healthy and you're still not losing weight and it's like really frustrating so to hear like someone coming from the same place and being like hey this is what i did this is what works for me you know people like to hear that i listen to a nutritional episode episodes on um on apple Podcasts. so like right you know yeah you know it's not like like i'm interested in that kind of stuff right but Mm -hmm. i it's more I I listen to that stuff and I'm like, wow, these people are so much stronger than me. <laughs> they they have so much willpower. It's not they about, can do this. It's really not about willpower. I think, and this is the problem: is like in America, we have this mindset of just like we're, you know, we've even developed the the yo yo dieting is what they call it, and it's actually detrimental. But like people are like. Yeah, this isn't, you know, you just eat like a bird for a couple of weeks and you lose weight, but it's not permanent. And instead, you need a permanent solution. Like, that's why a lot of people go on, like, the French diet or the Grecian diet, which is, like, you just, basically, the Grecian diet is, like, just a rat, like a good way to eat, period. Like, right. I totally, I'm, if you're not lactose intolerant, bro, great diet to be on because it's not a diet. It's It's more like a lifestyle. Like, you just changing the way you eat but you're not depriving yourself and um sure. I, I i did the french method for a long time where i if i wanted something and it was sugary or carbolicious i just ate you know a small portion of it and then i was done and so and they're about eating just like small portions of everything um wait and, what yeah that's how i lost <laughs> yeah that's how i lost 30 pounds how do you have <laughs> enough self-control to just eat a small portion of a thing you like. Because after t- over time, it, your stomach shrinks, and so you don't you don't want to eat a lot. Like you you just mm-hmm. and it was a thing. Like and it's it people would think I was starving myself, and I'm like, no, I'm just full. Like I, you know, you eat off a salad plate. That's the key is eating off a salad plate. And and once you're done, you're done. And a lot of time your body's going to like try and trick you into thinking that you're hungry and really you're just like craving water. Like no one drinks enough water in America. Like it, it's just, it's bad. And you know, like if you're balanced, your diet's balanced. That's the biggest thing is like, if, like if you eat too much protein for your size, it's going to make you crave. Um, and you know, a lot of people are on like these low carb, high protein diets, and they're like, "I'm starving." I'm like, "Yeah, no crap. You're eating a ton of protein. You're not a bodybuilder. Stop doing that." Right. So. Wow. Also, you know like, what I hear? What? When I when you when you're saying all this to me. Hmm. Wow, you're really. You must be really. <laughs> you must be really strong. I can't. I'm. I'm too weak. I couldn't do any of those things. You could. The first. It, once you get past the two week mark. It's not that hard. It's really not. You start that to you know that that I I agree with because you start when to I was forget about it when I was it, it's sort of you know it, tangential but mm-hmm. sort of the same when I was going to the gym when I started going to the gym mm-hmm. that's exactly the same thing. It was like after about two a, weeks you're back into it. Right. I think that's a, that's the same for a lot of like habits. Yeah. Um, it's uh you know I love BoJack Horseman. There's a great quote in it. Mm-hmm. Uh. He, he, like Bojack Horseman's running and he like he like falls down. He's like, this is too hard. And mm-hmm. then a guy comes jogging up next to him. He's like, uh, it gets easier. You got to do it every day. Yeah, but it gets easier. Uh, it's true. I, 
it's so good. Uh, yeah. That show is great, Molly. You got to watch it. I know. I, I, one day I will. Um, uh, you, instead, you're watching Avatar, <laughs> which bro, is great. I missed that. Great show. Okay, I didn't get to watch it in, you know, and when I was a kid, I, I didn't know that, anything about it. So like That was my childhood. I know. That show. My son loves it. He knows how to say Avatar now. That's so good. Yeah, uh, he loves have it. You got, have you found the Cabbage Man yet? No, don't do that. Okay, I shan't. I'm only, I got to the part where the um, all-knowing spirit, like, sunk the library, and then yeah. Appa disappeared. Um, so you that's... Should, you've gotten there? You should have seen the Cabbage Man by now. Wait, the Cabbage Man? My cabbages! Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, I got there. Yeah. You're, you're pretty you're pretty you're pretty, pretty far in yeah i think with the library yeah, yeah. It, it's getting good and you know he's met toph and she's awesome i love her uh <laughs> right it, it's it's such a good show look we gotta we gotta start this podcast yeah. uh we'll come back and keep talking about avatar right. so uh but yeah the intro music all right yay. Yay. Welcome, Welcome back to uh, season two. This is Ooh. it. Is anything different? Probably not. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's just we're season two we now. We just here. We chilling. Uh, Molly, how are you? What's up? Uh, I'm great. I I have more energy now, and I'm not drinking coffee. And I'm, That's so, I'm you're happy so strong. Uh, you're well, so strong, and I can I, never do the things you do. See, I, I had to stop because I was getting my sister coming back so i had i had i had no choice um you you well i'm sorry to hear that but it's part of having a uterus sure you you work through it and you're strong and you always have been you carry this podcast i do and you carry me you molly is the moral (laughs) the moral center (laughs) of this podcast uh and i uh can speak well yeah Uh, (laughs) That's uh, glad glad to glad to hear you're doing well and Thank thriving you. in this this uh pandemic uh pandemic situation. Um yeah, uh, I wasn't for a while and then I was like, I I'm getting married. I gotta it's I mean the wedding's not gonna stop, like it's still gonna happen, so I need to, you know, be able to fit into my dress and I need to have glowing skin and not I, these little pimples coming up on my face, like right. I am so excited for your wedding. You. I'm very happy for you. Thank it's going to be you. so magical and good. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Even uh, though it's on the beach. It's fine. It'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, look, the, there. It's it's my problem with the beach. If you'll remember, flashback. Doo, 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 yeah. Was that like why do people go to the beach just to like lay on the sand and then go in the water and come back out to? Right. You're, you're having a, a magical wedding on the beach. It's it's a little different. You, you really know? hyping this wedding up. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be magical. Mermaids will come out of the water and and bless your marriage. Uh. You, instead of wearing like traditional like you know suits and like white dresses, we're all gonna be wearing those like you know, like if you remember like those like stranded island garb. Oh you no! Know? Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's not what I'm showing up in. But oh, you mean James, I'm gonna no. show up and be like, wait, you mean the attire wasn't a potato sack? No. Nope. I thought that that's what nope. we were doing. You will be thrown out, sir. Look, 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 look. I'm gonna okay. show up on this on this hydrofoil, okay? okay? I roll I I you're you're on the beach, right? The wedding is in progress. Uh I would literally I, I would literally murder you. And I, I roll in on the <laughs> ocean like this. No. Jump off, roll onto the beach and be like I object. <laughs> no, I wouldn't object, but I'd be something oh. like I'd say something cool like uh who who cut the cheese? <laughs> Stop. You're an idiot. <laughs> I I don't know. Bro, uh, you're an idiot. You do that I'm, in your See, you've been you've been thriving in the podcast or yes. sorry, in the in you've been thriving in the in the uh pandemic. Yes. Um 
but I have not. I have been my brain has been melting like cheese. Hmm. Uh it's it's terrible. But I'm here in Georgia now. That's I mean, that's news. Well, yeah. I mean you still um, haven't come see me, but it's all good. Look. Look, 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 look. It'll it'll happen. Um, can you can you believe that we for for the first time in in a couple months are are closer together that like we could go record a podcast together, but because it's a pandemic, we cannot. We could or, just like well, we could just sit six feet apart. <laughs> uh, I mean, sure. We, look, look, we'll talk. We'll talk offline. We'll we'll, we'll make it happen. My, my um, say again. My guest room is like barely that. My guest room is like a virtual large closet at this point. You know, it, at least you've got a guest room. Oh, you know, we all aren't so privileged. <laughs> Look at you, Snatching being like, my oh, dick. my guest room. My guest room. <laughs> my <laughs> fancy beach wedding. <laughs> my uh, uh, high tea. Oh my god, you're never gonna let it go! My family used to be on the beach and have vacations all the time. You are are elitist. You're an elitist capitalist scum. I'm like middle class. I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. Oh my god. I do do make more money than you. Not that Uh, that's like a a whatever, but like you, you are. Uh, you indulge in all these fancy I things. I do. I do. But I can afford them. Oh! oh hey! Went there. <laughs> you. Oh my god! Ho. I'm sorry. I'm. T- I. You know. Hey Molly. What? Hey. Hey. Hey Molly. Hey. Hey James. Fuck you! I don't care. All right. <gasps> let's, get- <laughs> let's get into this. Uh, oh my god probably so yes uh what what, what's up what are we doing today molly you the the great fantastic return season two of the podcast oh wait wait wait, hold on on, on. sorry sorry i I know i'm stopping you you're getting excited um so we said in the last podcast we were taking a little bit of a break that's why we've been gone yeah Uh, we're refreshing our batteries yeah uh doing a podcast every week uh is 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 a is a lot of work especially not for me it isn't when you're the guy editing everything and you work five days a week and then you have to work an extra day to edit and then you got to work an extra day to podcast uh this isn't work james this is us bonding oh my god so if our friendship is work for you this this part of it this part the, the recording so good so yeah we've been gone it's been hectic but james like was coming back to georgia and he's been working a bunch so now we're here we're back we're here we're back we're doing it uh we're we're gonna bring you the the spicy the hottest takes the spiciest uh memeiest creamiest don't say that word (laughs) Oh my god! Is that Cut is that, that out? Is that, that... your moist? You uh, uh, I had I had bad. a I had an ex who like had this phrase. It was like a whole sentence full of all of the worst words. I think it was like uh, moist, meaty, cavernous uh, nubs. Uh, no. <laughs> and now we can just throw creamy on there. Uh, it's it's Disgusting. that. Um, and the word slit, which, which, whenever I hear that word, I cannot. I just can't do it. Slit? It's, yes. Like, as like, in, like, a slit in a dress? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or like, no, 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 no. Or, yeah, 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 like a slit in a dress. Or, like, you know, the double slit experiment, where, like, the particles go in the waves and, like, whatever. I cannot hear that word. It's, like, that's, that's my moist for me. I hate Bro, that word so much. Why? It's so gross i hate Why that is it word gross? just say it what? So, <laughs> it's gross i hate it um anyway okay. <laughs> it's okay anyway so that that's what we've been up to guys uh we're back here bringing you the the news <laughs> we're bringing you the Can hottest you help? <laughs> yes um, hey guys, right, we're back here. We're back at it. Uh, we wanted to start off the new season with something fun and something I think everyone will enjoy. 
something fun. There's a new wave. Yes, there's a new wave of interest in true crime. So I thought I'd bring you guys. To, uh, to be fair, I don't think it's new. I think it's just, it's been happening. I mean, I think it's, it's more prevalent now. Sure. Um. I mean, so go like, on, Molly. Anyways, yeah, I think it started when like the staircase came out for a lot of people. But when the staircase came out. Go watch it. It's awful. Anyway, um, okay. it, it he's totally guilty. Anyways, um, <laughs> I yeah, he's he's a butthead. But anyway, so I thought we would do an episode of true crime, seeing as how James has an interest in it, and so do I. I I I have a low key passion for it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look out was... for for Molly and Jim Boy podcast two. Right. The 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 crimes of Molly and Jim Boy. There you go. Coming out yeah, on Apple Podcast. Ready for it. <laughs> um. But so today I was going to do a like a, a like a summarization of the crimes of du- dr dunch which i think a lot of you have heard of him that there was a podcast about him called dr death but it was like went into a lot of detail um and it was nope. absolutely terrifying and fascinating and awesome nope. but james has a fear of doctors i hate it he, don't want he hates anything to do with like hospitals doctors offices doctors health professionals whatever. Yeah, so i'm gonna pass out um, right so here basically he hates about... my best friend so that's cool that's true um, allison hate you <laughs> never talk to me uh, never talk to him again but um he's totally joking she's an angel um so i switched it around and i found a story that is absolutely horrifying it has all the good elements for a true crime story and yes. you are going to love it and also like want to vomit and it's just so good i i got my popcorn wait hold on you ready got my popcorn that wasn't popcorn <laughs> <laughs> you ready for this yeah yeah all right let's go let's hear it hey james what's up have you heard of the corpse bride you mean the tim burton movie yeah you watched yeah, it as a I... child correct yeah Pretty good, pretty good. I like I like yeah, Sally's I song, um, made by. You, wait, sa- sa- what? You're talking about the Nightmare song. Before Christmas. Oh, is that the Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, Sal- oh, Sally's not in in, in Corpse Bride. Okay, uh, sorry. Look, I'm gonna leave that in to show like, how how, how <laughs> you don't know I your know. Uh, Tim well, Burton movie. Well, you know, movie. look, look, I was I didn't watch all of it because I was like, this isn't for me. Not a huge Tim to- Burton fan. To be fair, Corpse Bride not as good as Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Uh, by a large margin, way better. It's, That's it's, why I remembered it because yeah. I was like, the music's really good in this one. That's why I continued watching Nightmare Before Christmas. I didn't right, finish right, right. Corpse Bride anyway, but everyone knows the the story of the Corpse Bride, right? Right, yeah. Super romantic, I guess. Um, for like. You know, it, dead it, w- so wait, are you are you saying that corpse the Tim Burton corpse bride is based on a real thing? Yes, it is. Oh my! And what? I'm gonna huh? bring you the story today. Okay, I'm interested to see where this goes. So my 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 interest has been piqued. Okay, you ready? You ready? Let's go. Okay, so this this girl, uh, she's how old is she? I think she's like. 17 um and she is she's living in key west florida and her name's maria i can't pronounce her whole name because this is happening in florida yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course in the 1930s and she's very beautiful blah 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 you know but she gets sick she contracts tuberculosis this is before Mm -hmm. the vaccine had been developed right right and so she ends up being in the hospital and they're basically like, well, you know, you don't really have any options. Just take care of her until she dies, basically. Right. Um, and the family's like grieving. They're sad. Like her life has barely begun. She's a young woman. She hasn't even, you know, experienced life to the fullest, basically. And they're, they're just, you know, they're upset. Obviously, anyone would be. Right. And this... This guy who was in the hospital, he wasn't even a doctor. He was like a radiologist assistant type thing. His name's Carl Tanzler. He was like, yo, I can I can help, like, 
I can help her. I, I know a cure. And he told them that he was a doctor. And they're mm-hmm. like, Beth, yeah. let's do it. And so he's like, yeah, I'll just have to come over to your house and, like, at, you know, every t- few times a week to help her out and, like, give her, like, these, these basically snake oil. It wasn't actually Right, yeah, there. of course. Yeah, it's, it's Florida. Come on. Right, it's Florida. There are no exactly. doctors in Florida. And um, <laughs> turns out, as we look into this man's past, also he's, like, old. He looks right. like like kind of like a creepy Sigmund Freud type guy. Like he he looks weird. All right, sure, he's sure. old and gross. Okay, well he said like a long time ago that he had this vision about this woman that he was like destined to be with, and apparently this Maria chick looked just like her, and so he became obsessed with her. And um, in the course of him like helping her like asked her to marry him like several times she's like uh nah bro i have somebody else (laughs) and he's like who cares you should you should marry me and she refused him over and over and finally got to the point where the parents were like yo you like probably shouldn't come over anymore and um right of course you know he's like cool cool i'll just uh go hang out with my wife he had a wife yeah anyways not unsurprising can't, can't sh- you you shouldn't have said this was in florida because now everything after is like unsurprising to me <laughs> I, i'm not well, shook i mean okay. yet <laughs> so so the woman sadly after fighting the disease for like two years she dies um okay. and tragic very very tragic yeah. and tansler says like yo i'll pay i'll pay for the funeral and he pays for everything and they get they put her in a mausoleum which is like where rich people are buried and it's like right you know, like the wait, wait like hold on wait building. wait hold on the, the tansler just is like a, after they were like go away yeah don't want you around he's like wait I'll, I'll, put out, I'll pay for the i'll pay for the funeral yeah and they're like okay sure you know like they they felt kind of bad because it was clear that he was, like, in love with her and she just didn't feel that way because he's, like, an old man. What did, what did his wife have to say about all this? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's like, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And so he pays for everything. Um, also, his wife was, like, not even in the same state at this point. So I don't think oh. she even knew. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he puts her in, like, well, you know, a little mausoleum type thing, right? Right. And and they have like these little, for people who don't know, it's like a, it's like a, it looks like an atrium and there's these slots and you put the body in like these basically drawers and mm-hmm. they're in yeah. like some type of a casket. Sometimes the, the, it's like a glass casket, like the, you can see into the casket so you can like look at the body or whatever. Yeah. Because people used to think that you wake up after you die, so yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so she was put into a glass casket. No, she was in a regular oh, casket. Whatever. Um. So, <laughs> but finally, people who like would watch the grounds, they would say that they would hear Tansler come to the mausoleum every night and sing to Maria. Like and bring her flowers and just like talk to her, talk to and, the dead body. And he came to the mausoleum, and every night, the 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 the, the, the um gravekeeper was like, "What is? What do I? What do I hear? What is, what that? is that? What is that song?" Well, it's not Country like he was road, enough. <laughs> take me home. Take me home. <laughs> yeah, anyway. no, it it was just um, that was really good. It, it, you know, he, it wasn't like he wasn't allowed. And the thing is, since he paid for the wedding, the funeral home gave him the key to the mausoleum slot. So sure. The family makes, didn't I, even I have guess it. that makes sense. Yeah. 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 The family didn't even have it. He had it. All right. Right. And this went on for like two or three years of him going to the casket every night, opening it up and like talking to her and just whatever. Okay. Creepy. Right. Right. Of course. Um, and finally, like, the family finds out that he's doing this. They're like, bro, you have to stop. Like, this is not okay. And he's like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You know, you're right. And they're like, okay, you gonna stop? 
He's like, yeah. They're like, so give us a key. He's like, I don't want to do that. What? <laughs> yeah. He's like, but, but I'll stop. I got you. Like, I, I, I won't visit anymore. And Whoa, then... Wait, hold on. <laughs> it's like that, uh, it's like that, um, uh, the meme with like Patrick and Manta Ray. Yeah. Where they're like, so stop going to the mausoleum. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're going to, so you're not going to need the key anymore. Nope. No. So give us the key. No. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not going to the, but I'm not going to the mausoleum. I'm not going to the mausoleum. Okay. So he says he's not going anymore. And then um, he spotted pulling, like, you remember the, the little, um, the little rider uh, wagons that we used to ride when we were kids? Did you have one? Sure. They're like, Question you know, they're, they're red and... Oh, like the red, like, yeah. pole wagon. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah, called Little it. Rider. Anyway, he was pulling something <laughs> like that with a body in it, right? Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, back, hold on, back up a step. Yeah. So he was he was seen where doing this? It was at night, and a little boy saw him pulling this wagon with what he thought was, like, a, a large doll. He didn't realize it was a body. And, you huh? know, it's a little kid, so everyone was like, yeah, whatever. He got uh, a little wagon to do that? He got a little wagon to do that. Ugh. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So, um, he takes her back to his shack, which I'm going to post on the Instagram, because it's literally the creepiest shack ever. Like, you're like, yeah, ten people are buried there, probably. Um, it's something out of a movie. Like they're like, "All right, let's get a shack that's like as creepy as possible." What, turn- what was this yeah, guy's Carl name again? Carl Tanzler. Okay, keep going. Okay, so he, <laughs> yeah, so he had, she, you know, she was like decaying at this point like, a lot, right? That's where it gets gross in a uh, the disclaimer for anyone out there but i'm talking about dead people so you should know by this point okay um he uses a coat hanger wire to like kind of fit her skeleton back together and puts glass eyes in her eye sockets um and because of like his line of work because he's always been kind of like in the medical field he knew that he could replace parts of her skin with like wax yeah like wax coated fabric and plaster this is kind of what they did in funeral homes before oh my gosh yeah i i got something to tell you after you're done with this but go on and he stopped her her body cavities with rags Mm -hmm. and 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 then made a wig of her hair from her own hair because there is patchy and then he just like filled it in. Right. And then put her on his bed. Mm-hmm. And he would, you know, dance with her and talk to her all day. Like he just didn't leave his cabin. Like he spent right. all her, his time with this dead body and was slowly having to like replace parts of her with like wax and and fabric and like constantly having it smelled horrible right of course of course yeah and so like covering her body in perfume and all this stuff guess how long he did this for how long seven years mm. seven years yeah I, w- I would have been terrified if, if it were ten but it's just seven uh, that's, that's a not, long that's time, not, especially I, I like if the parents are like going to the mausoleum and thinking she's in there. Uh-huh. That's what. So, uh, he was he. The reason he got found out was because he was dancing with her one day, and the window was wasn't closed, and a little boy was walking by, and he said that he saw this man dancing with what looked to be a large doll, mm-hmm. and. So police come over and they're like, hey, we got like a weird tip. And they come in and they're like, oh my God, <laughs> that's a dead body. At first they didn't realize, like they didn't, looking at her, they're like, that just looks like a large doll. But it, the stench was proof that it was a dead body. Right. Uh, the family's horrified. 
the especially the sister, like just absolutely traumatized. They're like, "Why would you do something like this? Like this is, you need to go to jail forever, right? Right? That, right. That that should happen, probably. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and okay, <laughs> they found like um almost like a a a spherical role where her vagina would have been and they're like were you having sex with this dead corpse and he's like no that's just like for like you know i don't know to make things more realistic they're like "Mm, we don't really think that and you're saying you're in love with this dead person but they couldn't prove it because like dna testing and semen testing was like not not yet developed and people just didn't push on that type of thing i guess but like bro come on come on this this seems that seems pretty obvious and they could have gotten him in jail for a long time for that if they had proven it but instead they didn't so okay so they weren't able to pin him having sex with a dead body on him which they really didn't even try that hard sure everyone liked this guy in court, mm-hmm. they felt bad for him. They're like, oh, he was in love with this woman. Uh, even though when he met her, she was basically a child, and he's like a grandfather. But they felt bad for this guy. Right, right. And he ends up, you know, he 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 doesn't get charged, really. Like, he pretty much gets off scot-free, right? He goes right. back to... Um, live with his wife, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll take care of him. It's fine." And and uh, like she was just like understanding about it, which uh, she's even crazier than him. Um, and he asked if he could have the body back, and they're like, uh... "And obviously, the family's like, are you out of your mind?" Right. And the 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 courts were like going to give him the body back. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Under what like how and why? I don't know why because the, he was like I'm in love with this woman and like all this stuff and part of his defense was he's like I I'm trying to find a way to bring her back to life. Like he had built this like quote unquote rocket that he was going to send her body into space with. And it was supposedly going to, like, bring her back to life. He was absolutely insane. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. So, basically, he, like, rebuilt another um, dummy that was, like, a replica of her. And right. And he slept with her every night. All that. Until he died. Wow. And her actual body... Oh yeah, she doesn't get to get she doesn't get buried. Her actual body was put on display in a museum. What kind of museum was this? I don't know, it's in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Key West, there are no are no rules apparently. It's just a godless town. But yeah, they had her body on display for like a long time where people could just come by and look at her. Instead of actually wow. burying her. Like, the whole story. And then he he comes out with a book before he dies. Like, talking about their love story. And what really bothers me, just like in general, when, it, when things like this happen. Is like, right. the person who's dead, they don't get to tell their side of the story. Right. You know? And so, the floor is yours. You can make anything up. And he was saying, like, she loved him too. And the family right. was like, no, and but everyone believed him. And so for the longest time, they thought it was like this great love story, which I still don't understand how. You think. Even even if you two were in love, you fostering her dead body? Ugh, no, that's creepy. Like, uh, no, that's not okay, ever. No. And so he his his legacy was like, oh, he was in love with her, and they were meant to be together forever, blah blah blah. And that's where the premise of Court Sprite came from. <laughs> so, 
So a child's oh movie, gosh. by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he, so he, here's something for you. Let me mm. let me let you in on on something. Do you when you know story? when you mm. uh, said that brought that he brought her back and like started like you know stuffing her with the rags and stuff, I was like, oh, I do know this story. Damn it, James. Uh, I'm sorry. I really, I, I was like, I, I didn't recognize it by, by, um, corpse you bride, know, corpse bride or, or anything, and I didn't recognize the name Carl Tanzler until you were like, he brought her back and started, and then for That's seven years. That's why your reaction was like awful. I'm sorry. Yeah, I your know. Reactions were not good. I was that's like, why. That's why partway through when I was like, I got something to tell you after this, because I, because at the time, if you why remember, did you I was, stop me now? I could do another one. That I you was don't going know. like. <gasps> Because the people, because you know, our listeners will be like, "Well, you got to finish the story." Yeah, so, but, uh, James, I'm disappointed uh, in you. It is a crazy story, though. It is like, and and you're you're right. Like people were like, at the time, people were like, "Oh, he's just an eccentric romantic." I know. You know? People sympathize with this dude. I'm like that's a dead body. How on earth? And, and by the way, I, as as you were doing this, I was looking at pictures of the of the. Isn't it terrifying? Oh, it's creepy. It's so uh, creepy. Seven years. Seven years doing that. Every oh day. my god! And I don't care who you are. He was having sex with that dead body. Yeah, I, you think so? That, uh, I well, actually, actually, yeah. Because like so, so much of the evidence at the time, I don't, I just don't understand that they how they, they let him get away with. Basically, so that everyone just like were like felt bad for him, and they just let him. They because if they really wanted to prove that there was sexual intercourse with the body, they could have, and they just were like, oh, you know, he said he didn't, so he did. I'm like, right, right, all right. Which I mean, even with modern technology, sometimes it still happens um i know it's true well he said I, he didn't do it so he must have not done it right because if you didn't true. say it earlier then it didn't happen so shut the hell up and that's a whole <laughs> whew, that's all another the statute How? of limitations of rape just drives me crazy i know i know yeah. it's i it's so confounding this is up there for me with like um What's his name? Ed Ed Hines, Ed Gaines, the 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 guy who um like made leather out of you know human skin and, oh, and like yeah, made yeah. furniture and stuff. Oh no, and, yeah. And um, there's others like you know th- this story for whatever reason it gets buried, it does. and I think it's just as bad as as some of those things. You know? Oh no, I agree with you because like, I mean, it's just so. there's just like there's normal right and then there's the extremes right it just goes so beyond like even like certain serial killers you hear about that they're like in this for like a lot of time it's like you know like ted bundy like i'm i'm killing these women because my ex-girlfriend was horrible to me or whatever this guy it's so beyond that. Like the psychosis behind this is absolutely terrifying. Like no. even people, even serial killers, like they're like, I mean, I ain't gonna keep a dead body around for seven years. That's no fun for me. She <laughs> well, did. I mean, there are crazy stories out there. I mean, yeah, obviously, could, but like you you're, you're you're hearing like the the majority of like. Uh, murder and this is the thing this isn't even murder but it was so horrific and like it goes beyond that because she's already dead that's that that's and i think that's maybe where people were like so wait he didn't kill her he didn't kill her but like you know he was he was treating treating the tuberculosis wasn't he he just just saying i mean she was gonna die either way but like we don't know what he gave her but he was like obsessed well if he if he was truly obsessed i don't think he killed her i think he probably yeah he probably was trying to save her but he also wasn't a doctor so you know i'm just saying exactly he also said that he came from royalty um in germany uh sure yeah Um, uh but he go ahead i was just gonna say the, the the other like crazy part of this story is that she um i can't even remember her name i just had it in front of me she 
is in an unmarked grave somewhere because yeah. of all of this. She and is. So she does. She doesn't even get like a proper. Nope. You know, like it's just crazy. Isn't that sad? That is very sad. And and I know like you know she's not in that body anymore, but just the is. It, the desecration of it and like her poor family on top of everything like they're still here they're still feeling the effects of what you're doing you know what i'm saying and on top of that like it's just like again i go back to the psychosis behind it like that's the terrifying part for me yeah yeah I, i i used to work in a funeral home just being in the funeral home you can feel just like the heaviness of like dead people in there Mm -hmm. To be in the same room with a dead person for seven years, I would have to just be so far off the median for sane. Like, I, it's just so far gone. Like, yeah. I, I just can't even comprehend it. Like, it's gonna be a gonna be a big note for me. Uh yeah. I mean, again, this is coming from someone I've seen dead bodies. Like, I, I'm talking like autopsy style, and I wasn't like, yeah, I could do this for years on end i was like this is interesting right now for a few hours so i can determine cause of death but right i ain't hanging out it also smells horrible even with the chemicals it just it doesn't smell good no no of course not it's just it's not it's too heavy to be around that all the time and it just shocks me and he i mean she wasn't a person to him this was like very much like he objectified her because he didn't respect her wishes. She was like, it, when she was still alive, like, she's like, I don't like you. I don't want to marry you. And right. he just persisted, you know, like he somehow was owed something because he had a dream about a woman that looked just like her. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just want to make sure I say her name uh, so that because, because say her full I name. Could, Cause I, yeah. Can't. I, you know, yeah, because I, I was like, I, I don't want to say this creepy guy's name so much and not right. give, like, whatever. So her name was Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos, yes. I think, is what yes. I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and well, you, you do better than I, I do. So. I don't know if there, if there are any living, uh, like, survivors of her family. Surely, right? I mean, probably. It was the 1930s, so... Um, There's probably like some distant relatives out there still. Right. Condolences to that family. Right. What a horrible thing. Um, I'm sorry you have to hear hear podcasts about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Well, I mean, like if it's speaking out against this man and being like. That's true. That's true. You know, that's 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 the thing. Like a lot of people, uh, you know, sometimes people hold back on telling telling, you know, the side of the victim story and but i'm like the the perpetrator has no problem telling his so why it's not true you know it's true you know you're, um, you're not wrong on that and i get like sometimes it's like oh it's reliving the trauma but I'm like every time he tells his story you're li- reliving it anyway so right. at least at least do something about like getting him put away or whatever it just is actually more empowering um at the end of the day so yeah but yeah i just Bro, I mean, I've heard of obsessed guys and you're know, like stalkerish or whatever. This is a whole new level, right? You know, which is funny because we started our first season talking about you, the the TV show about mm-hmm. an actual stalker, right? <laughs> now we start with like the original, <laughs> like the OG it's, stalker. Yeah, I know, I know. So we we've got a little bit of time, yeah. and uh, you I have I. One? I didn't prepare like a like a true crime story, but uh, I have an interesting story that I love to tell. Okay. Um, that's sort of sort of kind of related, sort of kind of not, but it's it's one of my favorite favorite stories to tell. It's it, have you ever heard of Terrare? Terrare. Terrare. Is this like a real story though? This is this is a like real no. This is real. I'm not. I'm not even okay. joking. This is this is a real. And you're you. you I know you bring that up because I did trick you last time. And yeah, you're gonna you read. You're gonna hear this story, and you're gonna be like, "This is not real." I, I swear to you that this is real. I'm ready. Um, Let's hear it. I'm excited. Okay, so here we go. This is the story of Terare. I might be saying that wrong. It's French. So, oh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
Tere. Um, they don't normally roll R, so I don't. No, I don't think so. So, uh, he was alive. Uh, it's 1772 ish mm-hmm. to 1798 ish. You know, okay. circa that time. So this okay. is before like well recorded um, stuff. But right. uh, for whatever reason, and it makes sense for this guy, um, there there is a lot of records of this person existing. Uh, so we know he's real. We know that these things are at least semi true. Okay. Um, because there are medical records and things. So, okay. um, so he was a French showman and a soldier, noted for his unusual appetite and eating habits. Um, able to eat vast amounts of meat, he was constantly hungry. His parents could not provide for him because he was so hungry all the time and ate everything. And literally, he was turned out of his family home as a teenager. Because they couldn't satiate his appetite. Oh my okay? god. He traveled France in a company and a band of thieves and prostitutes before becoming the warm-up act to the to a traveling charlatan, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, in his show, in this act, he would swallow anything that the audience gave to him, pretty much. He, the, the, anything, literally. Corks, stones, what? live animals, what? a whole basket full of apples. Uh, and yeah, this is all real. He, and he took his act to Paris where he worked as a street performer. Okay. So let, let me just, let me like, um, let me get into this a little bit more before I, before I go to the second part of this. So, um, as a child, he had, he had this huge appetite, right? Right. Uh, and he could eat a quarter of a bullock weighing as much as Terari himself in a single day. Uh, is is noted by his parents um, at the time, uh, and he would like. It was crazy. Like people would hand him like live squirrels, and he would just like eat it. Just like he was, he was so hungry. Um, he would eat ravenously, and was particularly fond of snakes. He loved to eat snakes. Um, like why snakes? And yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, one day he he was like on the street in Paris and his an act went wrong. He suffered like a severe intestinal obstruction, obviously because he's eating Just like whatever. corks and stones yeah. and like, like things on the street. Um, so members of the crowd carried him to this local hospital where he was treated with some very powerful laxatives and recovered. Oh uh, he, he recovered fully and. He demonstrated his act at the hospital after he recovered by eating the surgeon's watch and chain. Uh, what? <laughs> it, I know it's it's crazy. So uh, mo- a little bit more on like what what this guy looked like, okay? Because this is kind of like you got to you got a picture in your mind what Terare looks like, right? Right. You, yes. You would you might think he's like this huge fat dude, but no. Despite his unusual diet, Terare was slim and of average height. At the age of 17, he weighed only only 100 pounds uh, while he was eating all this stuff, you know? I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. He was, he was described as having he unusually... Did like tapeworm? I don't... No, 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 no. And I'm going to get into this. Like, the, the, the medical stuff behind him is, is kind of crazy. Uh, I, I, think, I, think he, I think he was just like a medical anomaly. I think he was yeah. just one of these things that like... Um, but anyway, he was described as having unusually soft hair. And an abnormally wide mouth, roughly four inches between his jaws. Oh my god! Fully extended. Yeah. Shut up! That's terrifying. Yeah. Was he he a frog? What? (laughs) Like pretty much. (laughs) Uh, When he had not eaten, his his skin would hang so loosely that he could wrap it and fold the skin of his abdomen around his waist. So you're thinking. Like he he was like a balloon, you know. When he was full, his abdomen would would distend like a huge balloon. So if you think like he he had like this medical anomaly where he he his his stomach cavity was so huge that like when he wasn't eating, it, it would sag, and when he ate, like it it, it was you know bulging. It's like a crazy yeah. thing, right? Um. Uh. The, the skin of his cheeks were wrinkled and hung loosely, and when stretched out, he could hold 12 eggs or apples in his mouth. Shut up. Yeah. 
this guy was weird. Um, His body is hot to the touch and he sweated a lot, which kind of makes sense, I guess. Because if if you think about it, if he's hungry all the time, his body is probably just like constantly like metabolizing and like all this stuff. Yeah. Um, And so because of this, he constantly had foul body odor. Uh, He was described as stinking, quote, to such a degree that he could not be endured within the distance of 20 paces. So (laughs) that was a quote from from like a paper at the time. The smell would get noticeably worse after he ate and his eyes and cheeks would become bloodshot. A visible vapor would rise from his body. And he would become lethargic, uh, during which time he would be he would belch noisily, and his jaws would make uh, swallowing motions. So, what? Yeah, he he like so he there's something wrong with this guy, right? Like he he's he, he had he had he had this like he was a a, a facsimile and not a facsimile. He's a he has all these like medical like whatever you know. Yeah. Uh, he had chronic diarrhea, which was said to be fetid beyond all conception. Uh, oh God! Despite his large intake of food, he did not appear to either vomit excessively or to gain weight. He did neither of those things. Aside from his eating habits, his contemporaries saw no apparent signs of mental illness or unusual behavior in him, uh, other than the apparently apathetic temperament with a complete lack of force and ideas. Uh, so the cause of his behavior is, is unknown. Uh, there, there are documented cases similar to that from the period, but none of the subjects from Terari were were autopsied and there are no, there've been no, no modern documented cases resembling what, what Terari went through. Right. So, so we don't know. Was oh, it something so at the time? Yeah, right. Like, was it something at the time? Like the, the, that that was going on? Like, Probably, like a, right. Like a, a a disease or something. Yeah, or, or like like something that affected the the birth of of these children. You know. Well, um, I mean, like when it comes to like body temperature, that's your hypothalamus, and right. it sounds like his was either just underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. Or he had like maybe he had a head injury and it 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 damaged the hypothalamus because no one but, should sweat that much. Right, but that but that wouldn't would that explain his like sagging stomach when he wasn't eating and and bloating like whatever. Um, <sighs> no, I'll, and and I'll get into that in a second. They they do an autopsy on him later, so I'll I'll, okay. I'll get into that in just a second. But first, I gotta tell you about so so get in your mind, Terari, traveling right. street performer. Right. Then. War happens. War of the First Coalition uh, right. happens in France. And Terare joins the army. Oh, good <laughs> he, for him. Good, yeah, good for him. A good patriot, right? Right. Unfortunately for him, military rations were insufficient to satisfy his appetite. Uh, he would carry out tasks for other soldiers in return for a share of their rations, and he scavenged the dung heap for scraps. Uh, but this still wasn't enough to satisfy him, right? So he was admitted to a military hospital uh, with a case of extreme exhaustion. He was granted quadruple rations, but remained hungry. So he would scavenge the garbage in the gutters and refuse containers and eat scraps of food left over by other patients because he was so, so hungry all the time. Um Military surgeons could not understand his appetite. Terari was ordered to remain in the military hospital to take part in physiological experiments uh, to figure out what was going on with him. Uh, so they tested Terari's capacity for food, and a meal had been prepared for 15 people, right, near the hospital gates. Okay. And although generally hospital staff restrained Terari in the presence of food, on this occasion, they wanted to see how much he could eat. And he ate the entire meal of two large meat pies, plates of grease and salt, and four gallons of milk, and then immediately just fell asleep. <laughs> he, he just ate it all in one sitting oh my God. and then just fell asleep. Uh, they, they noted, uh, the doctor's name was Corville, I think, and they noted that his belly became taut and inflated like a large balloon when this happened. Um, so on another occasion, Terari was presented with a live cat. And he tore the cat's abdomen open with his teeth and drank its blood. 
and proceeded to eat the entire cat aside from its bones no! before vomiting up its fur and skin. Yes. Why would and, you tell me that? And that is not even the worst part of it. No! Uh, it, it gets worse, but uh, we gotta get we gotta get through. Oh my gosh. But it gets worse. But before we get into the, how much worse it gets, first, uh, the military generals at the time were like, wait a second, we can probably use Terare. He's a nuisance, <laughs> first of all. And second of all, maybe we can use his, like, whatever. So they came to him and they were like, how we can probably use your unusual ab abilities for military use. And they, they basically gave Terare a document. Uh, to smuggle over enemy lines, which they wanted him to swallow and then, you know, like regurgitate or like poop out or whatever and, okay. and give to, to enemy forces. So they gave him this wooden box that they like put, like they covered in wax and whatever, and then had him swallow it and sent him over enemy lines. Okay. Uh, the guy, Turare, goes over enemy lines and was captured by German soldiers immediately like it like it almost instantly was captured by german soldiers because oh there's this weird looking dude coming yeah in. he's like <laughs> it's very noticeable right um and so they they captured him imprisoned him for about 24 hours and then they just let him go because they were like this guy is sucks <laughs> this guy this guy <laughs> sucks like, i'm hungry <laughs> so so they were like we can't what he this he's more of a hassle Let's just send him back. So they sent him back, pretty much, uh, to 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 um, to France, and that that was sort of the end of that. He he ended his military stint. They were like, "Draw you you suck, you failed," and so he went back to street performing, essentially. Oh my god! Um, so he returned to a hospital, uh, to to actually the hospital that he was at, and he he okay. told the doctors there that uh, that he would attempt any possible cure for his appetite because he i guess was getting sick of it at this this point yeah um so they tried to treat him with laudanum without success uh they tried to treat treat him with wine vinegar and tobacco pills those those were unsuccessful yeah. um and following these uh failures the doctor fed him large quantities of soft boiled eggs <laughs> just like large quantities of it oh my God. i guess just try to su suppress his appetite but it didn't work yeah um Effort, efforts to keep any kind of controlled diet failed. And so he would sneak out of the hospital to scavenge for, you know, food. And uh, he, his, his, his appetite at this point was getting so insatiable that he would try to find stray dogs and, like, go down alleys and, and eat them, right? Uh, and he was caught several times uh, in the hospital uh, found drinking the blood from patients undergoing bloodletting. Uh, and he was caught attempting to eat bodies in the hospital moratory. Um, other doctors believe that Terari is mentally ill and pressed him to be transferred to a lunatic asylum. Uh, but the, the head doctor who was like treating him for all these years was like, no, 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 he needs to stay here. We need to understand what's going on with him. Right. Um, so here, here's a little bit of a of speculation that that nobody really knows what happened, right. but people are like, yeah, let me just say it. So a after some time, a 14 month old child disappeared from the hospital. No, 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 and... no, 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 James, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't say it though. We already know what happened. Right. So, <laughs> so that oh is. Oh my god. Right. So anyway, so at the at the end of this, we're wrapping this up. Okay. So about four years after that that fourteen month old child incident, which by the way they kicked him out of the hospital, um, yeah. for that, and he so he was just like sort of on the streets. Um, four years. So this four years later, um, a uh, a hospital contacted the head the head doctor um, to try to find Terare, uh, and Terare was was admitted to a different hospital, and they called him or they sent a letter over, and they were like, he's okay. he's here, he's bedridden, he's weak. Um, he, he told the, the Terari told the, the head doctor when he came there that he tried to swallow a golden fork two years earlier, which he believed was still lodged inside of him, causing him his current weakness. Mm -hmm. He hoped that the doctor could find a way to remove it. Uh, but the doctor, however, recognized that he had tuberculosis 
uh, instead. Oh, and no. so coming coming back full circle. Oh yeah, um, tuberculosis. A month later, uh, Terraria began to experience continuous uh, uh, exudative diarrhea, essentially, and uh, and he died shortly afterwards. And so the, the the crazy thing about this is the corpse rotted so quick quickly after that. Like he it was like a this like rapid deterioration. Um body? of his yeah, his body started to just like decay almost instantly after his death. Oh my god. Um and so they they performed an autopsy on him as he was sort of deteriorating and they sort of opened up his mouth, like they just sort of opened up and the report said that you could just see straight down into his like stomach cavity just by opening his mouth and looking what? down. What? Yes. Um, they they found his gullet was to be was abnormally wide, and when his jaws were open, they could see down the broad canal straight into his stomach. Um, and and all this stuff. So they, they found that he, his body was filled with all these like you know ulcers and and pus and all this stuff. Obviously, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's essentially the story. The story but of Terraria. But what was wrong with him? Nobody knows. So it's, a, it's literally it's a it's literally a medical mystery. Nobody knows what happened to this guy. It's one of my favorite sort of like back pocket stories to tell people. You you want to hear a crazy story? Um, oh my god! So yeah, that is that is Terraria. I'm probably saying his that, name wrong, but that will haunt me for so long. Um, so oh the the, the lead doctor. The reason that we even know about this guy is because the lead doctor at the time. Um, kept all, all yeah, g- kept all these medical records of this guy, um, and so, like, can you believe that? Uh, and apparently, and the crazy thing too, and it, it was sort of buried in my d- explanation there, but like, apparently, cases like Terrare mm-hmm. were were happening at the time. You know, like Terrare is obviously was apparently like the worst, was the most extreme yeah. version of this case, but apparently, things like this were happening and. Like I said, there's been no modern cases of a case like Terrare. Um so, That's so it's crazy. it's so crazy, right? Can you imagine a four <laughs> a four inches, is that what I said? Yeah. Um wide mouth and Bruh. like a sagging abdomen and all this stuff. Ugh. I don't know like what his parents like like their their backgrounds and that's so crazy. You can absolutely look in look into it. Um, it's a, it's a I, I curious. Have to, I have to know now. Curious. Usually, when you have someone that has like an insatiable appetite, it's usually like they have like a tapeworm or a parasite that's taking all the nutrients from the food, and that's why they're so hungry all the time and why they right. remain skinny. Uh huh. Because there's no way that you can eat that much and not gain weight at that right. point like it you're it, you're you're taking in calories like you're gonna gain weight like that and the right. fact that he wasn't there was something like maybe i don't know maybe he don't had know. like it the diarrhea almost is like like a maybe he had an inflamed um um what you call it inflamed intestines or something right. so they're not picking like the small intestine that's where you get all your nutrients is that that's when they absorb it right so 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 two things first first to this point so there are some theories like there are modern speculations yeah um that uh he had hyperthyroidism yeah i was um, thinking that too you know and which which can cause these things extreme appetite rapid weight loss profuse sweating um lethargic uh, you get really lethargic when you uh and then there are other speculations that he had a damaged amygdala, um, which is known mm. that injur- to injuries, injuries to the amygdala can cause um, uh, polyphagia. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Um, or, yeah. It's well, like the ad- 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 but if you have damage to the amygdala, usually that means that he would probably have anger issues. Um, yeah, that's, that is interesting. That that nobody reported that he had like major. The major like controls like like your aggressive emotions like sexual and like just like frustration and anger. Well, maybe he was so hungry that it it was it, it was matter. over. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and and so the another thing that you're going to be disappointed by is that mm-hmm. um, nobody really knows. This is why his name is just Terari. Nobody knows his last name. Nobody knows his family name. 
Nobody even knows if Terraria is his real name or if it's yeah. just a nickname because, you know, he was just found on the streets one day. Right, he was a uh, circus kid. Yeah, so nobody really knows that you know, is the early most story. fascinating so knows his parents and frustrating story. <laughs> I know. The crazy, it sounds like one of those, like, no, this is a joke. But, like, it's real. There are medical records of this dude. Wow. Uh, I know. So, uh, anyway, that has been sort of some, there was a bit of true crime and a bit of, like, morbid <laughs> whatever yeah. for season that, two. Both of us had, like, older stories that involved tuberculosis right uh you know tb it it got everyone uh uh, anyway uh, we hope you enjoyed this return season two yeah guys uh uh, we we came we wanted to come back on a positive happy note yeah absolutely (laughs) so we told you all these amazing stories um but well welcome back uh, everybody yeah. thanks for tuning in thanks for sticking around with it molly yeah, you're great Aww. thanks for for being my co-host yeah. for season two of the season molly and jim two. boy podcast um if you're interested for real though if you're interested in this kind of like content and like true let crime or like weird whatever let us yeah. know because uh we're into it too and we'd like to do it more so if there's yeah. enough if there's enough ask for it then maybe you know maybe we'll do another we'll do one. the crimes of molly maybe and maybe i'll tell you about a crime that happened that was kind of close to me so oh no yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. we want to get into that close uh, so home. please uh follow us on instagram and twitter and facebook at molly and jim or molly and jim podcast you yep. can reach out to me directly at james w dinsmore or at molly at k underscore harps of praise um leave us leave us a little comment and a, and a five-star rating on itunes if you want us if you want to support what we do and keep us yeah. going strong uh we've gotten oh, we've actually gotten some comments and some some five-star ratings from people That's which good. is kind of kind of exciting yeah. yeah um we totally didn't ask those people to do that yeah, uh we did. totally not <laughs> um, no, totally not doing that uh, anyway um yeah th- this is great this is i feel good it's good yeah. to be back it's good to uh, be back what you, what you feeling, Molly? Um, I'm feeling good. I'm I'm glad we're back at it, and you know, obviously, I love talking about true crime, so I just thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, good. And yeah, it's good to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know, <laughs> not like for any extended period of time. Yeah, I'm sorry. So. It's been it's been busy, but you know, we're back we're back at it. Yeah, we got you're, it. You're, back, you're, back. you're back to being a good friend, so I'm I'm good with all of this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. All right. Well, uh, I, if there's nothing else, Molly, I think that's no, it. We, that's let's it. let's let's do this. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you in the next one. Uh, are we doing jazz hands? Is that it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, j- uh, jazz hands. Whoa. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>